Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get the. We have a lot of round tables, so let's get. Uh, so let's get going in that. Let's get this going. <laughs> All right, welcome everybody to po- the Lazy Geeks podcast. Yeah. Number ninety five. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we got a lot of a lot of shit to talk about. Even though we kind of condensed some of the stuff, we kind of expanded in other areas. So, yeah. uh, really quickly. I'm just gonna say yeah, yeah. the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Going to have that Barry White floating in the background. Oh, know. yeah. <laughs> so uh, I, I'm really surprised is that Comic-Con sold out in 96 minutes. It took 96 minutes. It's a long time. It is a long time. Over an hour and a half to sell out Comic-Con. Of course, you know, in usual Comic-Con fashion, because it wouldn't be ordering Comic-Con tickets if it if there weren't glitches. Right. Yeah, because uh, so many people were bitching and moaning because of the fact that, like, they said, go into uh, when you order, don't refresh when you're in the waiting room, because then that just throws you the back of the line. And uh, so people didn't, you know, people say they didn't, and the number never went down, like they never moved up in position. So, you know, some people were kind of were bitching and moaning about that. Others were saying, I kept hitting refresh. <laughs> it's like, well, that was your fucking fault, dumbass. That's funny. <laughs> I, I, I hit refresh like ten times. <laughs> I hit refresh like ten times. Motherfucker. From the streets. <laughs> rough riders, motherfucker. Rough riders. <laughs> Get real deep about it. <laughs> no. Oh man, but yeah, they sold out in 96 minutes. And uh, if any of you were lucky enough to get your tickets, awesome. Good luck. Send us pictures. 
Right? Yeah, that's pretty much it. I'm going to live vicariously through Instagram because I can't go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I got bills to pay. Yeah. Or try to pay. <laughs> I got bills to dodge. So, you know. That's the truth. So, uh, so I don't know if it. You were. What were you using before? You, you thought I was the tits, right? <sighs> you know what? Internet Explorer 10 is pretty dope. The, it's. I use the 64-bit version. You have to actually go in there and, and find the 64-bit link. The um, It's fast. Everything runs perfectly. Um, the only downside to it is it's add-ons, like like a nice ad blocker or something like that. Um, but I loved it. Right now I'm having issues with it. I think it's just because I need to update my shit. But um, now, I, honestly, I have every fucking web browser on my computer. I don't even know which one to use. Yeah, well, I was using Chrome for well, you know, I never switched out of uh, Chrome. I I tried using Opera, and the thing was, I love Opera in the beginning. Yeah. Anytime you do a clean install on Opera, it, it's beautiful. Yeah, it runs fucking smooth. And then maybe after about a day or two, it just like slows. It crashes. It slows down. Yeah, and it's just like, what the fuck? And uh, I've been using Chrome, but I've been having issues with Chrome, especially with like anything Flash-based or anything like that. It's just been having so many problems with like everything slows. I can't even watch porn correctly. Mm-hmm. And you know, nothing nothing bugs me more than when you when your when your porn is forgive the pun buffering. <laughs> <laughs> well, see, speaking of porn. Um, <laughs> The three, the three, bra- I just, I just recently did a fresh install of Windows 8 because I actually got a legit copy of Windows 8. <laughs> um, and I, I had IE and I was using that and then it was, um, it was hiccuping a little bit and, and it's not a fault of IE. I think I, I think I installed like an add-on that's fucking it up or something like that. Cause they do have add-ons, they call them accelerators, but this, it's just lacking. But um, so I was like, "Fuck it!" And I downloaded uh, Firefox, and I was using that, and that was fine. But all YouTube videos just were choppy, and they wouldn't fucking load, and it was just shitty, you know. And I don't know, I got annoyed and didn't want to fix it. So I downloaded Chrome, and Chrome works fine, but Internet Explorer is faster than Chrome. Which is, I know, I know that you can look at all the fucking statistics in the world and. <laughs> Chrome is this and that, but when I use both of them, and I had I had them side by side too, because I got a big monitor. <laughs> um, I put them side by side, and I had them load the same page. Obviously, there's a little bit of a delay, right. um, and um, fucking Internet Explorer every time, hmm. unless it was a Google site. <laughs> 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 but um, I don't know. It, it's just it's weird. Yeah, cause like I, uh, cause like I was, like I said, I was using um, Chrome, and then over the last week, I just started having so many kind of fucking flash issues and just shit like that, and just you know everything's slowing down, and videos taking so long to to buffer, and YouTube was getting annoying, um, which is always annoying, but mm-hmm. I ended up doing uh, Firefox, and I was like going okay. Yeah, that's cool. It's it's running a little faster. It's running a little cleaner. They kind of fixed it up a little bit, um, you know. But the new Firefox, I think it's released 22, is going to have that whole 
not just do not track, but block third-party ad advertisers now. Mm-hmm. But uh, so far, it's okay. The video is streaming a little bit better. So, you know, we'll see what happens. But I haven't brought myself to try I, IE yet. I know you keep talking about it, but I'm like, oh, I don't know if I should. Well, you don't have IE 10 anyway. Yeah. You can't get IE 10 unless you have Windows 8. Yeah, but I'm not going to do Windows 8. But even IE. Well, know, IE 9 is whatever. Like, yeah. it was good, but it, it it was whatever. The only thing I don't like about Internet Explorer now is, is, is the add-on stuff. Yeah. You know, you you really miss the ad blocker and the script blockers and the, you know, stuff like that. Although I'm running Chrome with no ad add-ons right now, but <laughs> it's I don't know. <laughs> There's too many fucking browsers, and and I really do love Opera, and then it fucks up on me. Mm-hmm. And then I have people tell me, oh, try this browser and it's some fucking one you've never heard of and you're like what the fuck <laughs> yeah yeah okay yeah i'll just wait for that malware to kick in and uh <laughs> oh man well uh, i guess that's actually a good good uh segue into some opinions because over the last couple of weeks you know there's been a couple of new things that popped up and we never really had a chance to kind of voice our opinion on it um so mm-hmm. so of course first one Dark Knight Returns Part Two. Uh, actually, I don't think I ever got your opinion of the first one, a Part One. So, what? What did I you? I like. I like the first one. the The first one was good. I liked it. Um, it was just an interesting story. I mean, how he was older, and and uh, I liked the whole the fucking tank part was cool, and uh-huh. just all that shit. I, I thought it was good. The first one. Um, did I think it was the best Batman animated? No. But fucking it was good. Second one That's kinda of whatever about the second one. Well what were your did you like the first one? I liked the first one, especially like the first few minutes was almost like panel for panel. Yeah. Um of the of the graphic. Um But I, the the thing that kinda lingered into the second one was the voice acting. I think really kind of about, I still yeah I know Peter Weller is pretty fucking awesome but I just didn't feel he was Batman. Mm-hmm. Um, I I just I didn't feel that I really felt that they should have just gotten the guy from the animated series, um, and uh, continued his voice because to me he's Batman, um, and I didn't like the guy that played the Joker. No, um, he seemed. Not quite as, because it, it, he kind of seemed a lot mellower than the his actions. You know, it just didn't to me. It didn't seem to fit as well. He seemed mellow in general. Yeah, you know, and and I I understand what they're trying to portray that the Joker has no remorse for his actions, and that's fine. I completely agree with that. But he isn't all fucking femme about it. <laughs> yeah, you know, he's 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 a lunatic. Like he's fucking screaming all the time and. Like over the fucking top, like way over the top. Yeah. And and obviously in the Dark Knight, um, the movies, that that was changed a bit. But even then, that was just to to be a little more realistic and a different portrayal. But he wasn't. I'm not saying that he has to be macho. Obviously, he's not macho. Yeah. But they played him like like he was fucking like a chick. Kind of like Hannibal Lecter-ish. 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, like he he wasn't like the the Joker like and obviously I'm obviously I'm skipping around right now but death of, uh death of the family. When you read it exactly. It doesn't sound the way that it was portrayed in it. And I know there are some people that are like, oh, my God, this thing's fucking amazing. Kevin Smith has been, you know, sucking his cock for like the last few weeks. But um, it's been it's it's one of those where it's like I I enjoyed it. I liked it. But there were some elements that didn't hold to me. I enjoyed the story and the, yeah. the story was pretty good. I thought that the Joker was what he was doing fit. And it was pretty. It was pretty dark. I mean, it was a pretty, pretty dark story. But, um, it's just the voice acting, even the Batman voice acting, like I'm okay with it. But it's just, but I'm kind of jaded too towards um the old animated series and the games. But the um, the Joker just killed it for me. I, I just, I don't know. I, I, I was having a hard time actually watching it, just the way it was. I, I didn't. He was just so like, oh. Yeah, I'm gonna kill everybody in the room. That's how he talked. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, no, motherfucker, you're supposed to to kill everybody. You're supposed to freak out. You know, I guess uh, I guess Mark Hamill kind of ruined it for everyone. It's not even that, dude. It's it's like even in the comic book when you're not even hearing it. Yeah, you can see that he's wigging the fuck out. Like he's he's over the top, just like screaming. Right. Well, and then you watch the movies, whatever. Yeah, I think this is a good segue. We can jump right into uh, death of the death of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, fucking like, I I mean, I I got I just got the Batman series. I didn't go into all the extra. I read them all, motherfucker. <laughs> all the tie-ins. I read yeah. every single one. Yeah, like, I I thought about that. I mean, I knew obviously covering this stuff what was happening. You know, with like. You know, Batgirl and and um, Nightwing and all that, but like I, that shit got dark. Like, oh yeah, like quick. Oh yeah. And uh, I mean, seeing him, like my favorite was just his introduction to uh the fucking uh to Gordon. You know, where suddenly he cuts out the power in the um, police station and he just starts dope. snapping necks of people. It's just That's like. Right. It was like holy shit, and like you were fucking around, dude. Yeah, and that's the thing. It's like you, 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 like you compare that to, like what I, what we saw in in the Dark Knight Returns, and it just, it, it, it fits, dialogue wise, but not the voice acting wise. Like I, I, I trying to put that voice with that, you know, mm-hmm. with that just didn't seem right. Going back to the Dark Knight Returns Part Two real quick, I didn't like how the Joker was drawn to. I, I don't feel he he looked almost like he was as big as Batman, mm. and I don't. Maybe it was because he was in a suit the whole time. Well, it was eighty shoulder pads. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. But he just looked big, didn't he? Like he just looked like a big dude. Yeah, he did. He actually looked kind of kind of large. Like you, he like he played like defensive line in mm-hmm. in high school, you mm-hmm. know, or college. But yeah, no, I I got you on that one. But going back to death of the family, death of the family, um, amazing. Like it fucking blew me away. Like I read every single tie-in. I enjoyed every minute of it. Um, the ending I thought was perfect. Yeah. And it was it was almost like a throwback where you you don't know what really happened. And it could have went a different way. Right. You know. But it's um really good actually got me interested in some of the other books involved um red hood and the outlaws yeah it stuff kind of, like that 
it, yeah, it's kind of got me more because I've never been a Nightwing fan. Um, yeah, but my only real exposure to Nightwing has been mostly through like Teen Titans. Um, but uh, you know, I, I it did get me interested in that. It did get me interested in uh, in that and Red Robin and you know some of the other ones. So like, hmm, maybe I will check those out. The only thing that's been kind of like ugh, about Death of the Death. Oh, fuck, man, Death of the Family. I know it's because of the of you know. By the way, just to set the records right, Death in the Family, one of the greatest comic book um, story arcs ever written. Oh, yeah. And that's not my opinion. That's a fact. Yeah. Um, Look it up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Death of the Family is a great continuation of it. I'm glad that they didn't just reboot yeah. Death in the Family, because that would have been insulting. Oh, absolutely. Um, to the artists and to the writers of the original one. Um the only thing that's bugged me is the whole cut-off face thing. And I, I like it story-wise. I, th- I think it works. I think it's, it just shows how fucked up he is. And he explains why he did it. And it makes sense in a twisted way. But I miss the um, the facial expressions. Yeah. There's no facial expression whatsoever. Right. Because like he, he, his face it's, is not there. It's, it's he just belted stapled. on. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I kind of I liked it. I thought it gave... A new dimension to it. I kind of liked the take because it really, to me, it seemed freakier. Oh, it was freakier, but I, to me, like, I, yeah, and I, I, I agree with you with the whole, you know, the his expressions and stuff like that. Yeah, it's always been kind of that's always been funny and stuff like that, and he, or not funny, but it's always been kind of scary with some of his like. But I don't know. I just I kind of thought it it worked worked well. But your you go back to with the Joker. Well, but, you know, he's your idol. <laughs> My <laughs> idol. I I do think demigod. Uh, sorry, <laughs> I do think the Joker is one of the greatest, if not the greatest, comic book characters ever created. Would I have a drink with him? No, of course I wouldn't. Um, you probably but, I mean, live. <laughs> as as Steve knows, I'm I'm sitting at my desk and right behind my monitor on the wall, big poster when the Joker walks out of Arkham Asylum and that uh, Joker. Um, one-shot trade that came out. Hmm. It's just amazing artwork. But it's... um, It is an important character to me. I, I grew up, and that was the villain. That was the villain when I was growing up. And it's not like I'm the only one. I mean, it is... <laughs> he is usually number one on the top comic book <laughs> villains in every list. But, um, you know, the whole Batman thing. I mean, I grew up with it. So when I watch... Anything Batman or read it, I'm always with a very careful eye of making sure. I don't mind when they change things and have their own take on it. I understand art, but <laughs> I don't like when they... No, you don't! <laughs> I don't like... Well, I understand good art, like comic books. Um, I just don't like when, when you take a great character, a great story, and you just drag it in the mud. Yeah. Or when you can tell that the the artist or the writer is just changing it just for the sake of changing it. Oh yeah. Because they want to be different. There's no need for that. Yeah. You know and and that was that was kind of how I felt in um Dark Knight Returns part 2, to be honest with you, but whatever. Let's move away from the Batman shit. Yeah. So, I guess we can just hit these ones really quickly. New season of Community. Um I wasn't impressed with the first episode, but the 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 next ones I've kind of I've enjoyed. Yeah, um, but they they haven't been the same as when like I watched the first season all in a row. Yeah, it seems to kind of be missing something. It, I mean, 
you yeah. have missing the dude who created the fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the first episode didn't wasn't a big fan of. Um, really, yeah, it it felt like they were trying too hard um, to make it to to make it seem like it you know oh nothing's changed but it did it it, it kind of it kind of changed a little bit um, the whole inspector space time one kind of worked because it it did focus on the whole Abed Troy Britta and I, I I enjoyed that but also that episode for me showed almost a different direction that the show's taking anyway yeah in a more traditional sitcom sense yeah and and that's not necessarily a bad thing but i kind of miss the old way it was you know and in the old way it was irreverent you know you know you know there's something wrong with community when i can't remember any of the one-liners yeah yeah i know i I don't remember any of them yeah so when you don't have that those like oh my god that was because like troy and opet always had the best ones Oh yeah, you know, and and yeah, it, it, you're getting to that point where it's just like, mm. and it seems like they're trying so hard to to make Jeff more likable, and and to me that kind of that well, you can tell they're really setting up for the whole Anne, Annie and Jeff thing, yeah, um, which is fine, but like it seems like they're like they're really winking at you, yeah, like and you see Annie doing the little cutesy looks when she looks at him and all that bullshit. But, I wish um, you would do that to me. I wish you would do a lot of things to me. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah. She was on uh, um, The Daily Show. Oh, that's right. She was, wasn't she? I watched that show. I like that show. Oh, uh, um, Alison Brie. Just an amazing talent. <laughs> you know. Yeah, amazing pair of talents. Um, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like you didn't think that. Insulting. Insulting. I was talking about her eyes. Sure. Yep. <laughs> um, really quickly, uh, because we both actually wrote reviews of each yeah. respectively. Uh, Nova co- uh, came out. Uh, issue one came out. Volume five. Uh, what'd you think? Um, Nova um, surprised me. Yeah. When I first saw it, I was like, eh, whatever. And then, and I read it, and it was good. Yeah, I, I liked it too. It, it felt. Um, it definitely felt like an issue one. I think they probably could have shortened the whole setup a little bit. Uh, yeah, but, but they could have, but it doesn't matter how long it was. Yeah, but I still got, you know, like, the end, it was leading to the ending, and I like that, and, you know, <laughs> Rocky Raccoon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, um, Nova, just bef- in case you haven't picked it up yet, which you should, uh, it, it actually takes place before his appearance in uh, Avengers versus X-Men and that Marvel one shot he had, but it's part of the Marvel now universe. So it's def- completely honest. I barely knew who Nova was. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, and it, it was a good issue one because like for me and you, we, I I'm not fully familiar with that character. So it was cool to kind of get that. Hey, we're going to teach, we're going to treat you like you don't know really that much about him. So here. And, and he's, he's a Marvel Care. I was always such a DC nut when I was a kid, and I like Marvel now that I've gotten older and and I'm not fuck Marvel, <laughs> you know. But I don't know a lot <laughs> of the history of it because I shunned it when I was a child. Well, see, you're you're, you're becoming, so. yeah. Oh, <laughs> you're becoming more open. Yes, uh, I'm. I'm open. I've come out the comic book closet. If you, 
if you want to put it that way. Um, next one would be J, JLA, Justice League of America. Um, issue zero, I mean one, <laughs> was pretty good. No, um, it was it was it, it gave the setup for each individual character that's going to be in the JLA. Um, and it gave a setup of what the JLA is supposed to be. And all that information is there. But it's just kind of segmented. Like, this is happening here, and then this is happening here, and then the, and nothing is together yet. So Steve and I were talking about how it feels like an issue zero. Or it's um, an issue two. Like, you know. You know not an issue one would yeah. be more importantly. <laughs> um, I mean, look back at the issue one in the new 52 of Justice League. I oh, mean, that yeah. it was a big battle and shit. I mean, that, that was um, – and it was like a three-arc – or three issue arc and shit like that. This was a self-contained. There was something happening at the end, but it was like literally, holy shit, what? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know. I felt the exact same way. Like I was reading it, and I actually kind of got a little bored. Um, I I got a little bored because literally I felt like I was in school. Yeah, I felt like, like I was just being reading, taught. Yeah, I was reading a novel. Yeah, I was being taught who these people were. That's yeah. that's all it was. Um, the writing was was fine. Um. Freaking Johns is a good writer. I like the art. I do like the art. Yeah, the art was um, cool. I did very like detailed, that. very more of a realistic. It's not stylized or anything. It's, it's very good. Um, but the uh, I I I have to wait. I don't know if it's good or bad. Yeah, I have no opinion because I don't have any story to go off of for an opinion to make. Yeah, to make one. You know, it's it's like I have all the information and it sounds great, but I it's almost like I just. I just read a drawing board. Yeah, and it, yeah, it really did feel like just two talking heads. Like in a movie, it would be a scene with some intercuts in there, and it might be a passable as a TV episode. But it, and, what? honestly, I kind of get it because Waller and and the the other guy Trevor. are talking. Yeah, they're talking about it, so you're kind of seeing it as they're talking about it. I got what they were doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I just feel they could have. They could have did something different with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you look at like the formation of. I mean, you compare it to simply to ju- um, Justice League number one, that threw you right against the wall and you know went for your balls right from there and didn't hold back. Exactly. And I enjoyed that, so I kind of expected a little bit of that going into this one. And this, I kind of got, like, like we said, something other than an issue one. I it, I re- it really did feel like an issue zero, like I would see, or a point one, as Marvel would put it. Uh, <laughs> but uh, point one shit is dumb. Yeah, but uh, you know, like I would have seen it there, but it definitely didn't seem like issue two. I feel would probably be a real issue one. Uh, you're not gonna hurt yourself by if you don't know m- many of those characters. You know, I, the story really got going towards the there was very, like very end. One character that I knew of, but I didn't have any details on. Mm. Um, that was the I was fucking say it the, the assassin chick. Oh yeah, I I knew who she was, but I didn't really know. I'd never read her. Yeah. Um, Hawkman looked badass. Yeah, dude. he did. He did look. He did. Let's, let's be honest. Dude. Yeah, he did look pretty badass. Yeah. Um, vibe. I was like, okay. Um, but is that a new character? I guess. I mean, he has his own Justice League of America vibe. I guess he has his own new comic, which is he's a, he's like a little kid. Yeah. So I was like, going, great, another Robin? No. <laughs> uh, I mean, you know what, though? I dig him. And he'll be important to the team. 
Um, I'm gonna look. I'm looking up on Wikipedia. No, he's not new. He's old. He's like fucking Silver Age old, dude. Oh jeez. He was in Blackest Night. Blah 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 blah. Whatever. He's, <laughs> he's a fucking kid. But um. Oh, his he first appeared in Justice League of America Annual Number Two on October 1984. So a month before I was born. <laughs> I was born with vibe, and I don't know what the fuck he is. Um, I thought he felt familiar, but I didn't. I don't see the thing with DC. DC has a lot of fucking characters. Yeah. And that was the whole point of Blackest Night. <laughs> so many. But, um... No, I mean, we'll see. We'll see yeah. how JLA turns yeah. out. Check back with us next month and we'll let you know <laughs> the good follow-up for that. I'm, I'm treating issue two like an issue one. Yeah. Seriously. Because issue one was an issue zero. And it kind of sucks, too, because... And this will be the last point I make on it. It kind of sucks, too, because it was such a build-up on it. There was, oh, there was a big build-up There was it. a big build-up on it, and I kind of... As soon as Justice League came out, where's JLA? All right. Because they go hand-in-hand. Hand. Yeah, and I kind of felt disappointed. We'll I, see. Yeah. I'm waiting. I'm waiting before I, I, I feel I, disappointed. In regards to a first issue, that's what I mean. It, it, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. In regards to a first issue, I felt disappointed. I wrote a little uh, review for that. It'll be up tomorrow morning. Yeah, I, I got... Um, or it. this morning. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> And I, I wrote one up for uh, Nova. So, when when do you get your Nova one coming out? My Nova one's coming out later today, probably um, in the evening. Yeah, it'll probably be the I think the last post of the night. Okay. So, um. So, uh, moving along. Here you so got check. Trouble. So check this out. Yeah. What do you get in trouble for this time? All right, kids. I'm gonna teach you about marriage. <laughs> okay. Now, this is kind of geek cred too. Th- this is what happens when geeks grow up. So. <laughs> Today they put their penis on everything. Yeah. Um, today, well, I do. You know, today I was I was at work, and I work at an electronics store, so I can buy shit. I noticed that. Um, I just recently got back into WoW. The only reason I wasn't into WoW is because I couldn't afford to fucking game time. Um, <laughs> and I had just bought uh, Cataclysm. 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 Um, like when I bought my WoW time. Um, because it was only ten bucks, it was on like a sick sale, mm-hmm. and it was pretty good. So I was like, "All right, cool." So I'm at work, and I'm like, "You know what? I just noticed Mr. Pandaria is half off, so it's at twenty. And I'm like, "Fuck these these Blizzard sales—they don't last that long. They'll last like a week at the most." So I'm like, "I need to take advantage." Now I'm kind of broke right now. I just bought an expensive mouse. Well, not too expensive, but expensive enough to be broke. And I'm buying all this other shit, you know, for the kids and stuff. So I said, fuck it, I'm just going to buy it. I'm the man. <laughs> buy my own shit. So I bought it. Boom, boom, boom. And I bought the the COD. You just get a COD and a code. And no CD. And fucking either. In 2013. <laughs> so I get home. And, I, and my wife goes, hey, do you have whatever? You know, and I'm like, okay. So I, I pull it out of my pocket and the, the COD falls out on the floor. She picks it up. What the hell is this? I said, oh, I bought the uh, Ultimate Confidence. Oh, I bought the Mr. Pandaria expansion. Expecting, expecting her to understand. Yeah. Yeah. And she goes, why? You know that we are tight on money until you get paid again. And I go, you don't understand. It's half off. It's essentially saving money. Right. She's like, <laughs> yeah, you're saving money on something we don't need. No, no, no. Saving money on something you don't need. Right. 
Exactly. <laughs> and and see, I thought my wife would understand because she likes WoW. Right. She does. But she's a if there's a definition of casual player, that would be my <laughs> wife. I mean, she'll play every once in a while, and she usually just plays on my account. So I'm explaining it, and in my head, it sounds perfect. <laughs> right. you know, and she's like, you shouldn't have bought this. We don't have money for this. I'm like, well, I can't return it because it's a code. So, meh. Right. <laughs> that was me. I actually stuck my tongue out. That's, that a, was my it's maturity. A, it's a principle. That's right. So later in the day, she, she said, well, I guess, you know, she kind of agreed with me. But she made me feel like shit for like two hours <laughs> talking about um, that I'm wasting money. And she, the, my wife's like this. Like she'll go, you know, um, oh, the, your son needs shoes. Oh, wait, but you bought Mist of Pandaria today. <laughs> that motherfucker doesn't even need shoes. <laughs> He's making up shit. You know, you when I was young, I had to go in my bare feet. That's I, right. I put duct tape on the bottom of my feet to go to school. <laughs> <laughs> I grew up on the streets. <laughs> I grew up on the streets, bitch. <laughs> but that was my story. I just thought I thought it was funny. Um, it was just like a geek, a a geek that's an adult, right? You know, and I'm just trying to play games. That's all I'm trying to do. Yeah. All I want is to have my dick suck and play some games. Is that too much to ask? I have told my wife that's the ultimate goal, and she says she she never says no, but she, she also never, never says, says yes. yes. Exactly. <laughs> so we'll we'll see. I have hope. <laughs> well, and I'll tell everybody in the game. Yeah, bitches. <laughs> Uh, so, on the flip side of that, a non-married geek has an internal conflict about whether to buy Black Ops 2. He finally breaks down and buys it for 39 bucks. That was a pretty good sale that was going on, though. Yeah, that was the Target sale. They were doing that, uh, what was the other one? Um, Hitman, and like some, some other game. But I I I made the I decided because I I was looking at it and I'm like going ah oh, 39 bucks I mean that's obviously better than 60 mm-hmm. and better than you know 55 at GameStop for a pre-owned um, <laughs> yeah thanks for the five bucks off ass hats <laughs> yeah, <I know. laughs> and the extra 10 bucks I'd have to spend to get the fucking pass and shit um, but. You know, I was looking. I, I thought uh, so. Yeah, I finally was like, "On, oh, well, I broke down and bought it." And and I consider myself. I mean, Adam knows me. I've bought almost every other Call of Duty game on launch day. Black Ops, um, Modern Warfare three, two. So, getting this one, what like six months after? It's true. You would think Steve was a frat boy. The amount of fucking Call of Duties he has. Yeah. You know, and uh, I, I just, I couldn't bring myself to do it because I just was like, ugh, it just seems so lame and, and so far. And even now, I mean, I've only put in, and like next to nothing, like not even a percent, you know, an hour of gameplay. And I'm already, and I'm like, I thought this game was supposed to be about the future. And I'm stuck in the past living daddy's whole experience and some guy's elongated flashback. It's in the future for like a second. Yeah. Yeah, um, <laughs> it's in the future for the first two seconds. And now, the, mul- the multiplayer is good. Um, it's I'm getting bored with first-person shooters in general because they've gotten to a point 
that sports games got to a long time ago. We're just they're the same shit over and over and over again. Right. You know, I've heard Halo Three is the shit though, yeah. but I digress. <laughs> um, yeah, and I have Black Ops Two, and then the theory is eventually we'll we'll play together, but I never play it. Yeah, we'll only play it together at that point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'll be the only time we ever play the game. And it's just for the sake of talking shit. Yeah. On live. <laughs> oh, check that shit out. As I'm blowing, as I headshot off of the streets. <laughs> Motherfucker. I actually, I, I like, um, where multiplayer is. I like Modern Warfare 3 a little bit better than Black Ops 2. Hmm. I don't know why, but I do. Essentially the identical experience. It's pretty much. Well, I, I, I finally figured out that the the controllers the way the controllers react is through Activision because to me the controllers ex- feel the exact same way they do on the PlayStation 3 on the Xbox 360 cuz I bought oh, yeah. ops for the 360 and um I'm like going fuck it is Activision cuz cuz I played the what did I play I play Assassin's Creed first couple of, um first games I had were on the PS3 but then I got it for the Xbox liked it feels smoother feels cooler I like that um, but, oh, and I got the ty- Tyranny of King George, um, d- DLC, so, gotta play that. But Oh, that looks, that looks dope. Yeah, so, but I started playing with Black Ops, and I'm like, fuck, you, it's just as crazy on this as it was over there, so I'm like, fuck, it is Activision. Oh, yeah, I do think Activision, like, well, Sony has more, um, they have looser joysticks, or looser analog sticks, I would say joysticks, looser analog sticks. So I do think Activision, like, designs it on the like, PlayStation to accommodate that. So it feels the same when you play. Which is good. That's smart for them to do. But I still... I won't play a first-person shooter on a PlayStation. I just won't. I don't like that fucking controller. Yeah. It's it's one of those iconic controllers. I don't give a fuck. I, it, <laughs> I, I've hated that controller since day one. Oh, man. All right. So, last but not least... Oh, Black so, Past. <laughs> my my kid decided I don't know which one yet, Still? if I ever will. Yeah. Um, I came home. My wife goes, "Uh, it looked like Windows XP was installing on your computer." And I'm like, "What? It's like I got Windows 8 on my computer, bitch." <laughs> I didn't say that. <laughs> <laughs> I have I had a Windows XP install disk on my desk. Because my my grandmother has a very old computer, and she wanted me to reinstall it. Um, And one of my kids put it in my computer and somehow figured out how to install it. Oh. Right? It it doesn't... That means you went through the prompts and you you really wanted to. And I have a few kids that can read. (laughs) They know what they're doing. Um, I came in and I, I... Turned on the computer and it was all doon, 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 doon. Look like sh- hot shit because I fucking, my graphics card doesn't even have XP drivers. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm looking at this fucking thing and I literally, I think I sat there and looked at it for like a solid three minutes before I reacted. <laughs> and it was weird because, and, and, and in my theory, I was like, well, it's not going to install over Windows 8. Because I remember it would be like, you have a newer version of Windows. So, fuck off. Right. And it, in essence, didn't. But Windows XP installed nothing but the base operating system. So you had the GUI, 
and then you had like the files and folders, but there was nothing. There was no Internet Explorer. There was no fucking no programs whatsoever. Wow. It was weird. It didn't solve a calculator though, which I thought that was kind of strange. Um, <laughs> and then if I went into, being that I did have Windows Explorer, you know, right. I went into the uh, the C drive. There's a folder titled Windows dot O, and I click on it. It's my entire Windows eight installation, everything I have in it. Oh wow! And I'm like. What the fuck? Like, it was Twilight's own shit. So I backed up a few things. And then I, I, of course, the Windows 8 I have is an upgrade. So I have to install Windows 7, then upgrade to Windows 8. Oh, Jesus. Pain in my ass. Fucking kids. <laughs> I can't believe Windows XP was even in my house. That I know. What so the old. <laughs> what the fuck? And then just, I wanted to, but Windows or Windows Update wasn't installed. I wanted to see what it would say if I went to Windows Update, since they don't support it anymore. <laughs> probably send me to fucking the Windows 8 website. Well, actually, I think it, it thought it. I think thought it was next year, or is it this year that? No, it was October 26th. What I heard. Mm. As soon as Windows 8 came out, that's what I heard. Whatever. <laughs> oh no, that was kind of funny. It was just. <laughs> completely off the wall. And of XP of all the ones. At least it wasn't Vista, dude. I, I would well, I don't have I don't have a Vista disc in my house and there never will be. I have a <laughs> I have a Windows XP disc, a Windows seven disc, my Windows eight key, because they don't give you discs anymore. All right. Um and I do have OS OS ten here on a disc. Because I downloaded it for a friend. Mm. I mean I bought it for a friend. <laughs> And then um, I have like five or six distributions of Linux. Got some operating systems here. Yeah, along with all your browsers. I think I have Windows 3.1 too. Jesus. On a disk somewhere, just for fun. I downloaded it. Yeah. And yes, oh. I stole that one because. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are they gonna do at this point? What is it worth? Ninety nine cents. I'm gonna buy it on iTunes. Is that? <laughs> you know? yeah. Only takes two minutes to download. <laughs> I got fucking. I got documents bigger than Windows 3.1. Right. No pictures too. My iPod is big. Has more memory than my first computer. That's the cold truth. (laughs) All right. Well, I guess it's time uh, we jump into some news fairly quickly. Um, Next month, it seems that we won't have to wait long for the the reveal of Samsung's Galaxy S4. So. The revolution, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. Um, earlier this week, uh, it was revealed that Samsung would make a huge announcement coming Mar- March 14th, which some people thought might be the reveal of the S4. Uh, Eldar, Eldar Mertesen implied that HTC will miss sales estimates again by a tweet, and apparently... There is some truth to that. Uh, the Verge confirmed that Samsung will reveal the new Galaxy S4 on that day. Now, the, that part isn't a major shocker. After the stellar sales of the 3, it was foregone conclusion that they would release the next, um, the next installment of the phone. However, it was believed to be revealed overseas. Now, it appears that the phone will make its debut in a special event in New York City on that date. It'll be curious to see how the phone looks, um, because we have no idea what the phone... I mean, so far the rumors are it's going to be a 5-inch screen and have um, full HD capabilities. But, you know, any bigger, the phone would really be an iPad mini, but you can make calls right. on it. Um, however, 
earlier tonight, uh, they actually got there was a comment made at the Mobile World uh, Congress 2013 reported by eDaily. Mobile Chief J.K. Shin said that the Galaxy S4 will indeed be unveiled at Samsung Unpacked event in New York City. So it's weird though that they're this is the first smartphone that they revealed in the United States since the S. The original S back in 2010. Yeah. So we'll have to see what uh, what uh, that does. And you can pretty much rest assured that probably a few months after that, we'll see whatever incarnation the iPhone is. <sighs> <laughs> I don't give a fuck about the iPhone. It's funny, though, because like uh, my uh, uh, my brother's. His um his whole uh, thing is he has an iPhone 4s right now and um he's not all that happy with it. Really? So, yeah, he's he's like going, you know he keeps fucking around with my phone. He likes the way my phone looks, so he goes, well maybe I'll get the uh, get the S3, and I go, well if you wait long enough you get the S4, but you can get the S3 at a really probably really good price. So you know you all know that the the the, the differences aren't going to be that much. So it would be easier to save a couple bucks and, you know, plus, yeah. we, plus him and I could use the S share and all that stuff, you know, stuff that I can't do because nobody else, everybody around me has an iPhone because they like oh to God, suck dude. Apple's I'm, cock. I'm just, is Apple on the decline yet? I mean, they can't keep rising. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> I so much better. I think their their stock is starting to drop a little bit. So, so many better devices. Up there. I'm just saying. <laughs> Apple doesn't make bad devices, but there are better ones. Yeah. I mean, let's, let's keep it real. But we don't need to get into it. <laughs> That's um, another podcast. Let's move on. To the Apple Haters podcast. That'd be funny. Oh, I um, we should do that. <laughs> totally do the Apple Haters podcast. It's a, it's a real short podcast. Apple sucks. All right, we'll talk to you guys next time. <laughs> we need to get someone on the podcast that likes Apple. Oh, that should be Apple. So we can gang up on them. <laughs> No, I want someone who likes Apple that knows about technology. That's true. Not just likes Apple because it's easy. <laughs> well, that's right. pretty much anybody. <laughs> yeah, I know. All right, so moving on. The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles live-action reboot, simply called Ninja Turtles, because <sighs> they're they're not mutants anymore. Yeah, they're not, um, <laughs> and they're not teenagers. I guess um, has been swarming with rumors since it was announced. Now, as reported by Variety. We now know Megan Fox will be taking on the role of iconic character April O'Neil. <sighs> Michael Bay, the director of Ninja Turtles and, you know, Transformers, has worked with Fox before with the first two Transformer films. The first two. Yeah. Word has it that Megan Fox and Michael Bay had a falling out due to some colorful, colorful as in saying working for Bay was like working for Hitler, comments made by Fox in an interview. The fact that she completely disappeared from the storyline of Transformers 3, being replaced by Victoria's Secret model and actress, Rosie Huntington-Whiteley. And, and we use the term actress very loosely. She can act her way over here. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> anyway, it seems all is forgiven with Fox taking on the role of O'Neill in the upcoming film. According to Variety, the studio will now aim to find its male lead. Isn't that the fucking turtles? <laughs> or is it going to be that fucking hockey puck asshole? I don't know. I kind of liked him in the original one. I liked him. 
Yeah, but, but the male leads are the turtles. That's true. The the the, the stars of the, that's why it's called Ninja Turtles. The Ninja Turtles. It's not called Hockey Puck Fuck. <laughs> I forget what his name is. Casey Jones. There you go, Casey Jones. Hockey Fuck. I mean, I'll go for Splinter being the male lead. Oh well, that no, that's just. I want to know if if the Ninja Turtles are supposed to be aliens. How how are they going to do Splinter? Because Splinter is not a turtle. Right. And then they're supposed to have female turtles as love interests and shit. It's going to be all fucking whacked out. I'm going to watch it. And I might enjoy it, but I'm not going to consider it Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. I mean, I'm, you know, I'll, I'll cry when I'm masturbating to it, but, you know, it's... That's everything, though. Yeah. Well, sure. if Megan Fox is in it, that might make it a little easier. Uh. Um, <laughs> while I'm on the fence about this turtle Turtles reboot altogether, I honestly don't mind Fox taking on the role of O'Neill. While she may not have been my first choice, she can act well enough to play a reporter that follows around mutant ninja turtles. <laughs> if she's still going to be a reporter, that is. Honestly, like, I don't think Megan Fox is all that bad of an actress. I don't think she's the greatest actress in the world, but she gets the job done. Yeah. You know, she's not in Oscar fucking nominated movies. She's in the action flicks. She's the hot chick that has lines. <laughs> <laughs> and and she seems to not have a problem with that. Yeah. You know, that's her role. She's in it. That's fine. You know, I don't I don't understand why there's so much fucking if you compare Megan Fox to Angelina Jolie, well fucking obviously. <laughs> Angelina Jolie is like an Oscar fucking has she won an Oscar? I don't know, but I know she's been I think she's been nominated at She's an Oscar nominated <laughs> actress. That's different. That's a whole different class of film. That's the she did that weird fucking period piece where she was chasing around somebody's killer. Yeah. That's different shit. We're not talking about Transformer Broad. <laughs> one and two. Yeah. I I don't know. I sometimes I just think the hate for Megan Fox is just a little too. I think it's mostly because she's hot and she doesn't have like any like enormous like she's not Anne Hathaway, lame as a rob kind of talent. Yeah. You know. I mean, but. She's she serves to be eye candy, but yeah, she can kind of act too. So she did fine in the Transformer movies. Yeah, I mean, the, I didn't see an issue with her acting. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't like how she said Sam. I don't know why Sam. I, didn't, I don't know. <laughs> but that's but, just nitpicky here. Yeah, no, I'm just nitpicky. I think I think it's because although I did in Transformers two, the gratuitous shot of her changing out of that um outfit to put on a dress, I think was just like. Wow, really, Michael Bay? It wasn't. It wasn't necessary, <laughs> but it was appreciated. Right? <laughs> exactly. You know. Let's be honest. Let's be honest. What else has she been in? Um, in? Transformers, that fucking horrible horror movie. And you know what? She wasn't that bad in the horror movie. It's just the movie was bad. It's just so horrible. I think she just she did a lot of smaller roles, but I like the last one. She was like, "This is forty or something like that." That. Um, oh yeah. Knocked up. She, she was in a couple episodes. Of um, men, two and a half men. A couple episodes of that too. Oh really? Yeah. Huh. There's one episode she was just sunbathing and shit. She's literally the hot chick. Yeah. She spoke, but she's just, you know oh, she didn't it, need to. It speaks. <laughs> oh my god. She is incredibly beautiful. Yeah. I mean, there's no denying that. Yeah. But I I, I tried to pick. A, oh, by the way, I thought this was hilarious. In my article that I just read. I picked a very tasteful picture. I thought she looked very pretty. She was just sitting sitting at a desk, and all you see is her head, and she has glasses on. You can see that she's talking to someone, but you don't see them. 
and I'm like, this is cool, tasteful. You know, you keep it real tasteful. Because I could easily, I was thinking to myself, I could easily put the sluttiest picture I could find of her. What did Steve do? He found the sluttiest picture he could find, and he put it as the tag picture for the article on the main page. Literally all fours, ass cheek spread, like the sluttiest from the first Maxim shoot, by the way. Yeah. Um, I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, looked, I thought about it. I looked and I go, oh, that's good. And I go, hmm, do I want to do that one? Nah. <laughs> she looked she look hot with those glasses on. I'll tell you that much, though. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, here at the Lazy Geeks, we've made a lot of noise in regards to Nintendo's launch of their new system, the Wii U. And we are not hoping that the console fails but it and becomes its next GameCube. But th- with their lack of vision, i.e. support, for the game, and it seems that uh, <laughs> they may have to do some introspective searching if they plan to launch a new console in the near future. Game of Sutra was told by a person with access to NPD group sales data in the United States that the Wii U sold well under 100,000 units. That places it somewhere between 45,000 and 59,000 units sold for the month of January. To put it in proper perspective, the seven-year-old Xbox 360 sold 281,000 units in January, according to GameSpot. If that number doesn't knock the wind out of your sales, yes, the pun was intended, <laughs> See, uh, you can really feel it when you realize that that's down 38% from the original Wii during the same period, uh, same point in time. Now, the exact number of the console isn't known, but CNET is reporting that it's um, that it's 57,000 units sold in the month of January. The research group does share the top 10 software chart for the month, and they note that every title that was released for the Wii and the Wii U, the original Wii performed better in every instance. While we aren't, while we obviously got the announcement of uh, the PlayStation 4 this week, uh, it's going to be curious to see. Uh, it's going to be curious to see what support they offer with the game. However, with this next-gen um, next console stuff, will prove only to be Nintendo's problem and not the industry as a whole. So... <laughs> 7,000 units, dude. I know. And the Xbox, over 200, almost 300,000 in a month. It's like, yeah. Something, yeah. There's, a, there's a problem, dude. What are we really doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? What are we really doing with our lives? Exactly. Not um, <laughs> that's the truth. Um, you know what, dude? You, I, I could tell from where I work. We had a line set up for the Wii U launch. Five people. <laughs> Jesus. Five people. Granted, we only had four systems. <laughs> so one went on empty. <laughs> yeah. One, one was sad face. And every single one of them was, was parents with kids. And that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. But... It's there was no and everyone buys the black one. Oh yeah, because <laughs> <laughs> once you go black, no. Um, <laughs> everyone bought that one because it's the it's like fifty bucks more and you get way more memory in a game. Like it's like it's a no brainer to get that one. Yeah. Which is funny because now Nintendo's way fucking losing money because all those white ones are sitting on the shelf doing nothing. That's my thing. It's like it, it's almost like they went ahead and said, "Okay, we're going to release the original Xbox and the the the, the Xbox the Xbox Slim version, and you can pick which one you want." It's like, dude, I'm going to get the Slim because it has everything in it. You know what I want Nintendo to do? I want Nintendo. Suck you. No, I don't. They don't deserve it. 
I want <laughs> no. I want Nintendo like next console. Right. Just come out with like just balls deep fucking graphics and just okay. sit like a traditional like a traditional console. Oh wow. And have a gimmick. I mean, you, everyone has a gimmick, you know. So have something that your system does that the other ones don't do. But make it an undernote. I mean, something that isn't just you have to do it. Right. I think they should. I think they should come up with just fucking we're Nintendo. Suck a dick. That's their new tagline. <laughs> no more kitty shit. Plastered all over the box. Nintendo suck a dick. They could be like, this has been planned since day one, motherfuckers. And then just wipe everybody off the map. You thought um, after the NES we did the Super NES? Mm-mm. This has been 25 years in the making. I know. <laughs> they should make hardcore versions of old Nintendo games. I want to see a Kid Icarus where that motherfucker's keeping it real. He's slaughtering bitches. This is all like 300 looking, you know, fucking bulging muscles and shit. I want to see a maniac mansion that's like um, criminal intent for the Xbox. <laughs> yeah, and you know it would be the shit. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine? This is Kid Icarus! Ah! <laughs> it could happen, folks. It could happen. Gerard Butler is the voice of Kid Icarus. I'm telling you. <laughs> Actually, um, get on it, Nintendo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we know you're listening to us. I'm gonna write a letter because I feel that's that that will be seen better. Yeah, than, you know, I'm gonna somebody, write. I'm gonna pen a note. Wait, somebody somebody wrote a letter. What? You gotta read it. <laughs> Whoever took time to write a letter, pay for postage to mail it. I'm gonna write it all biblical with the first letters all fucking <laughs> fancy and shit. That's right. I barely know how to write. <laughs> I just don't want to type. I'm sorry. Anyway, but you sign your name at the bottom of the type letter. <laughs> Adam DeBoss. That's what I was going to say. <laughs> DeBoss. Anyway, the time has come to put to rest the rumors of yes, last year with the truth. Look at that profound sentence I put, that first fucking bit. The time has come to put a rest, to put to rest the rumors of last year with truth. The truth is the rumors about Diablo 3 making its way to consoles were true and have been confirmed by Blizzard at Sony's PlayStation 4 event. Diablo 3 will be coming to not only the PlayStation 3, but the newly announced PlayStation 4 as well, which that makes fucking sense. Um, Players will get the same game you can play on the PC, but with an interface and controls catered to the console experience. A new dynamic camera perspective will also help you out since you won't have a mouse to spin it around. You'll be able to work your way through the single-player campaign, of course, and team up with your friends in multiplayer games as well. Multiplayer gameplay will feature matchmaking to team you up with, with players in your same level range. You'll also be able to hit up hit up the four-player local co-op modes like you used like you used to before online console gaming. <laughs> so you can play you may, local local co-op. I mean, that's dope that they left that in there. Right. Um. This is a pretty big deal for a number of reasons. First off, you're getting Diablo 3 on a console, and even even there has what? Even there has been a fair share of I think I fucked that up <laughs> of, ne- of negativity surrounding the title. It's nice to see um, they don't. Do, I am fucking this whole thing. <laughs> up. It's nice to see people who don't who are not into PC gaming will be able to play the game. The biggest thing about all this, though is this is Blizzard's first game on the console. 
And if it works out well, we could surely expect to see more Blizzard titles already existing or new come to consoles as well. The PS3 version of Diablo 3 will be shown at PAX East in Boston from March 22nd to the 21st. For fourth, yeah. <laughs> This will be... <laughs> I was like, 22nd to the 21st? Back in time, bitches. <laughs> this will be the first time people will be able to play the game with well, live demos planned for the showroom. Oh, well, because it's Blizzard? They don't have to go in linear time. Mm-mm. Yeah, they can go backwards. They can say, you know what? Fuck this shit. We're gonna tell. We're gonna give you the second half first, and then the <laughs> the next date, we're gonna give you the first half. And you're gonna fucking like it. Yeah, exactly. That's right. <laughs> that's, right. <laughs> that's gonna be. That's that's cool though that it's coming out for the consoles. I mean, I don't know how many more people will get into it. Um, and un- aside from the people that probably, because you know, there's like you know. You, the, I don't know. It's I kinda... might buy it for the console if the price is right. Yeah, I haven't bought that's... it on the PC at sixty bucks because I hear so many bad things about it that it's it has no replay value. Like you beat it once and then you don't, you have no drive to do it again. So I'm not spending fucking sixty dollars on a game that has no replay value. That's stupid. Well, then at least if you get it on a console, you can just pop by GameStop. And yeah. then... <laughs> then my pop... thing is though is how is the um. The always-on internet connection fucking piracy thing gonna work mm, on the console because you can't pull that shit on a console. Yeah, your console has to be always connected to the internet. People are gonna be like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, hmm. literally, that's what they're gonna do. What the fuck? What the fuck? There have been more comic rumors in the coming week from this uh, Marvel summit, which had already had rumors flying around about Wolverine's death next year. Uh, it seems that it isn't the only thing that will come to an end in 2014. The latest rumor is a big one. It, it actually revolves around the end of their Ultimate line. Ten years ago, Marvel started the Ultimate line to give people a jumping-off point, a fresh perspective of their Marvel characters that aren't tied down in con- con- continuity issues. Since then, they've become mired in their own continuity issues, such as the death of Peter Parker, the evil Reed Richards, and many, more, and many of the original Marvel characters dead because of extinction. Uh, it appears that Marvel is working on another 616 Ultimate crossover, and it will have the 616 Avengers facing off with the Ultimates. So, yes, that means Captain America will be facing off with himself. According to the rumor, it seems that the whole event will lead to the end of the Ultimate Universe, at least in print form. To me, So we know who loses. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and it seems a bit weird that they would ditch the Ultimate Universe for digital-only series, but this isn't the worst idea they've ever had. Uh, what Marvel did with the Avengers line is what DC tried to do with their entire line. For me, I see this as a potential end of the Ultimates line and giving them a way to reboot it. I think Marvel wants to be consistent with their lines, and it could mean either the end of the parallel universe or reboot. I guess we could learn a little more when it come, uh, in July when Comic-Con arrives. I don't, you know, I don't really see... The, and uh, what's his name? Brian, um, Brian Michael Bendis who writes a lot of the um, uh, Ultimate lines, said that they have a couple of cool things. He kind of voiced his opinion in it and said, but the Ultimate universe isn't going anywhere. So I think they're probably toying around with probably rebooting it, but we'll see. Who knows? The the one thing, like, I'm liking the whole Marvel Now thing. I like a few books from that. Uh, the only Ultimate book I read is um, Ultimate Spider-Man. The... <sighs> The thing that I and this is something that DC has done so well with the new the new fifty two is the seamless way 
all the comics connect. Yeah. Like, and you saw that with Death of the Family. Yeah. Like, all of, all of the books and all of the tie-ins were just perfectly synced together. Yeah. And, and that's awesome. You know what I mean? And Marvel is kind of all over the fucking place. And they're getting better. It's a lot better than it was. And DC was I feel, fucking. They're not innocent either. Because before <laughs> that, that was the whole reason we have the new Fifty Two, which they need to quit calling the new Fifty Two. Yeah, it's already um, a year and a half, dude. It's, yeah, let's let's get over it. It's not new um, anymore. But DC was horrible. I mean, it was so fucking confusing to read DC books. You had no idea what was going on. You just pick a book and stay there. Um, and I, I do. I, I think a reboot would be nice. I mean, I think honestly. Marvel would do well to clean slate all of it, but that would never happen. Yeah. I mean, you that's know. the thing. Like, when I, I first – I used to read Fantastic Four, Iron Man, X-Men, um, Ultimate Spider-Man. I used to read all those Ultimates when they first when they first came out, and then they started getting into the whole thing, and then the whole Ultimate Extinction, you know, where it was basically the Marvel Universe against fucking Evil Richards and, you know – and then Wolverine, Who, for whatever reason, didn't have a goatee. Yeah, I know. Which should have, should have, it, it should have. But it's called realism, guys. Exactly. <laughs> Watch that Star Trek episode. Yeah. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> and every other episode after it with evil people. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That even they even did that in a South Park episode. <laughs> evil it's Carp- been done plenty of times. <laughs> it's and it's perfect for the broke motherfucker who needs a Halloween costume. Exactly. You know, I am my own evil twin because I have a beard, bitches. <laughs> no, the evil version of you is clean shaven. Oh my god, <laughs> that is evil. <laughs> anyway, if there was ever a game in recent memory that seemed to be doomed to shack up with StarCraft Ghost, it's Bioshock Infinite. <laughs> okay, I may be going overboard a bit, but after multiple delays and three years of development. Rational Games has announced an official release date for the latest title in the Bioshock series. A quote. Nobody has ever built a game quite like this, Rational Games co-founder Ken Levine wrote in a blog post. It's a shooter, but a shooter that brings you to very uncomfortable and dangerous places. I can't demand that you play the game. I can promise you, however, that once you have... It will be an experience you won't soon forget. I keep hearing this about Bioshock Infinite, and I still have no fucking clue what it's doing that's changing everything. And they keep telling the way it's like the second coming of Christ. <laughs> like seriously, Bioshock Infinite, the way they word it is when this game releases, the heavens are gonna open. Like it's it's just such an amazing fucking game. Like it's gonna it's gonna change our fucking minds. Dogs and cats living together. Mass hysteria. <laughs> it's going to be nuts. And watch, it's going to come out. It's going to be every other fucking game that comes out. <laughs> the game was originally announced back in August of 2010 with a 2012 release date. Then in March 2012, the date was set at October 16, 2012. Of course, that didn't happen, being that it's 2013, and the game was pushed back to February 26, 2013. Now, finally, Bioshock Infinite sits on a March 26th release date for this year. You like that fucking little history lesson? Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> Before you start shouting, I actually typed this too. Before you start shouting, but Adam, they moved it so many times. How can we be sure it it will even come out on March 26? You have to take into account Microsoft and Sony have now approved the date, making it official. So now Microsoft and Sony are now said, okay, that's the date. That's when we expect it 
Yeah. So now they have to do it. Yeah, now they you can't have be, to. They can't fuck around now. You can't go, um, see what happened was. <laughs> see what had happened was. Because those companies are kind of important for the game. <laughs> They're not so. saying it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, listen, we told Atari and it's fine. <laughs> Harmonix said it was cool. Harmonix said. Who made the who made the Jaguar? We told those fucking people to. <laughs> who did make the Jaguar? <laughs> Dude, the you're reaching back. Uh, we told the Pippin. <laughs> we told ColecoVision. <laughs> oh man. Now I'm looking it up. <laughs> Shit. Motherfucker. <laughs> oh, Atari made it. I'm so stupid. Atari Jaguar. How dare I? I should lash myself for that. Bioshock Infinite will be released on the Xbox 360, PlayStation 3, and PC all on the same day, too. Take that, Ubisoft. <laughs> so I was in a joyful mood when I typed that, I guess, because the titles, the titles, holy frack, Bioshock Infinite gets a release date. <laughs> I saw that. Oh my god! I was in a good. I was in a good mood. You're in your good headspace. <laughs> I was in a good place. <laughs> I'm not now. No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm gonna buy a. Ja- I'm gonna buy a Jaguar. I remember when the Jaguar came out. I wanted one. Now. <laughs> Maybe that should be the title of the podcast. <laughs> Atari announced the Jaguar. <laughs> I thought the Jaguar controller was amazing. <laughs> The system isn't. I don't even remember that shit. Now I gotta look it up, fucker. Dude, I'm younger than you, and I remember it, and that's why I thought it was so amazing because I was so young. Atari Jaguar. Oh wow. Or how about the Atari Jaguar Duo? Holy, it was the unreleased sequel. Yeah. The Atari Jaguar Duo is the unreleased. What was supposed to be the second Jaguar? It never came out. Supposed to come out in 1995. Oh fuck. I know your history, dude. Dude, it's Atari. You don't pay attention in school or what? No, I slept through it. It's history, baby. <laughs> um, the Jaguar still has a big fan base too. People make um, like home homebrewed games and shit. Oh wow, it's a badass system. <laughs> Temp. Just fucking Atari didn't know what they were doing. Eh, it was Troy Aikman football? Holy shit! Troy that Aikman old school shit. football. That's that old school shit. <laughs> oh man. It had a chip called the Tom chip. It was 26.59 megahertz. I'm now reading from Wikipedia. I do not know this by heart. That would be kind of pathetic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which, uh, uh, you know, Wikipedia is the core of human existence. Or all the core of human knowledge, that's it. You can da- Do you know you can download Wikipedia? Oh, that just... All of it. You can download it. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, I know. Oh. That's a long fucking torrent. <laughs> <laughs> I know. How much, fuck- well, how much fucking computer space do you go, hmm. I have a couple of terabytes. What am I going to do with all that space? I'll download Wikipedia. Here you go, look. Reception. The Jaguar was a commercial failure due to its shortage of third-party support and several poorly received first-party games. In September 2009, IGN ranked the Atari Jaguar as the 24th best console of all time, lower than all five of its major comp competitors. The SNES was fourth, and I agree, I agree with that. SNES was sick. The Sega Master Drive was fifth, whatever. The Sony PlayStation was seventh. Sega Saturn was eighteenth, and the 3DO motherfucker twenty second. <laughs> That's bringing it back. Oh right my there. god, dude! Shit. I mean, do I need to say the Apple Pippin? <laughs> motherfucker. Oh man. All right. Well, 
Uh, we've consolidated the uh, new release. Hold on, I'm I'm gonna play Crash and Burn on my 3DO. Oh Jesus! <laughs> All right, go ahead. I'm sorry. Uh, instead of drawing out the uh, new releases, we've decided to kind of shorten them a little bit and just kind of talk about the stand-ups that are coming out this week. Um, so only a couple of stand. It's a really, really piss poor week. Um, for uh, games and shit. Or movies and everything in general. Uh, everything. Yeah, everything. Uh, for th- movie theaters, Jack the Giant Slayer, which is uh, Brian Singer's uh, newest movie. And the only thing of relevance on Netflix streaming is uh, Shay. The fuck is that? Shay Guevara, that revolutionary guy. It's oh, a, Steven Soderbergh did a two-part uh, movie with uh, Benicio Del Toro as Shay. And it's finally it's this is not the first time it's on Netflix streaming. It was on there before and then of course it ex- the the it expired and now it's back. So if you're in for a long fucking movie, there you go. That's one that'll kill some bandwidth. About someone that you only know about because he was on T shirts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you kids that are wearing it and think this is cool. Yeah, watch the movie. You'll find out who he's about. I know. He doesn't look anything but Benicio Del Toro. Stupid. <laughs> uh, hey, um, I'm sorry. Hold, hold on a second. It's my bad. Hold on. I don't want to hear your penis beat. You don't even have to edit that. Fuck it. <laughs> I was like, roll tape. I don't. I was like, I don't. I was like, I don't want to hear your penis beat. <laughs> I just wanted to jerk off. <laughs> um, what did I put for new releases? Oh, so Elder Scrolls: Dawn God, the final frontier um, <laughs> DLC for uh, P- Xbox players have already beaten this like fifteen times, but um, it's come out for the PS3 and the PC. Woo! Yeah. Uh, Rayman Legends came out for the Xbox 360 and the PS3. That game's actually pretty dope, dude. <laughs> it was pretty Did fun. That, didn't wasn't that for the Wii U first? Didn't it come out as the Wii? Or yeah, yeah, it was the Wii U. It was on the PC too. Um, and Superman vs Shazam trade paperback, which just sounds fucking amazing. Shazam, Shazam. Because <laughs> keep in mind, kids, Shazam could really fuck up Superman. That's true. That's true. Because Superman's uh. Vulnerable to magic, which I think everyone vulnerable to magic. <laughs> so yeah. that's that's my and, my and, highlights. And it was super, a slow ass fucking week. And Superman likes cock. I'm like, and Shazam doesn't. Ooh, yeah, just telling you. Just I'm just keeping it real. <laughs> I'm sure, sure there's everybody out there is like, yeah, it's true. <laughs> Shazam. <laughs> so if you want to see the complete list of new releases, check out the website, thelazygeeks.com, every Sunday for movies, DVDs, video games, Netflix streaming, and comics. And Shazam! <laughs> so, this week, or last week, we heard everything and yet nothing at the same time. Uh, <laughs> Sony's new concoction called the PlayStation 4. So, um, yeah. First of all, what are your thoughts? What are my thoughts? I think I did a feature on the controller. 
And everyone says how much it's changed, and I don't think it's changed all that much. It doesn't look like it changed a whole lot. It has a touchpad in the middle of it. There's your change. And a headphone jack. And a headphone jack, which... That's not very revolutionary. Um, the the start and the select button have now merged into one button called the options button, um, which is, you know, the Xbox button. Um, <laughs> and then, but, the, you know, you're not, there's still, they put another button on there. Yeah. There's the share button, so you can share things to Ustream and Facebook. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I mean, that's um, cool. you can do a screenshot or a video. Yeah. Oh, there was a yeah. video, there was a video that Patrick shared, and I shared on our Facebook page, and it was the um, inundated uh, P- PlayStation um, announcement. Did you ever see that video I posted on there? No. Shit is fucking hilarious. It it's basically these these guys that basically said pretty much what we kind of thought when he's talking about you know how there's they have enhanced that um, ne- that social networking so people that may have beaten the game can help you out they go yes now you have the ability to have some asshole <laughs> tell you how to beat the game and uh you know how to basically sit there and uh basically berate you the entire time while they're in quote unquote helping you yeah and it was it was just all sorts of shit like that it was hilarious you gotta you gotta go to the the, the page and check it out i will check it out um not right now but i'll check it out I I mean some of the specs are kind of cool. I mean the enhanced PCU, G, uh, the PC GPU, the 86, the x86 CPU. Although the eight gigabyte unified system memory, I'm like okay that that's yeah this thing is serious. I mean just like when the PlayStation 3 came out, this thing's a fucking beast. Yeah. Like the GDDR5 for graphics, it's like that's ridiculous. Yes, yeah. I'm like <laughs> this this thing is gonna fucking it's going to be the shit. I think it was, uh, what did they say, with the GDDR5? I think it was fucking TechCrunch or somebody went on Twitter and go, we don't even know what that fucking is, but it sounds awesome. Huh. <laughs> I mean, but it, yeah, I mean, it's going to be powerful as fuck. But I mean, Angry Birds is going to look so good. <laughs> you know, it's just so, the crisp colors. Yes, one games are going to fly so yes. fast. Uh, That's what I always think is funny when people buy next-gen consoles or whatever, and like, yeah, this is the most powerful system. First thing they do, I'm going to download Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's like, wait, wait. <laughs> do you not know what you're playing with there? I know. Um, yeah, I did a... Of course, they haven't made a good Final Fantasy since X, yeah. so, you know, whatever. Well, anyway. <laughs> I did a... I, um, like, uh, Adam did a thing about the uh, the controller. I also did a five things you should be concerned with in regards to the PS PS4. Which I haven't got a chance to read either. Uh, and uh, that's okay. Uh, one, no, it's not. One is always price as a factor. Yes. And it's definitely, I mean, you have that post about <laughs> where analysts are saying two ninety nine is the is the dream price. Well, yeah, I think that's a that's a pipe dream. Yes. I, it is. It, the, he said it was the magic price. It could take a lot of magic for it to be two ninety nine. <laughs> the fucking current PlayStation is two ninety nine, and that shit's older than shit. I mean that's gonna that's Harry Potter magic right there. Yeah. Um uh it's like That's Willow magic. No. <laughs> oh shit. I'm pulling that shit out. Yeah, that's on Blu ray. It just came out on Blu ray too. And you, and the PlayStation four can play it. Exactly. Yeah, uh, not audio CDs I'm hearing, which is weird. Yeah. Uh there's, yeah, there's all sorts of shit that I'm starting to hear now. Launch window titles. 
will truly make or break the system. Yeah, I have a list in front of me. Well, launch it's a yeah, it's confirmed titles, but we'll see. Yes, I have a list of confirmed titles. We'll see when they come out, though. We have no. I'm gonna, I'm, I know. I'm gonna read them real quick. Deep Down, Destiny, Destiny from Bungie, Diablo Three, uh, Drive Club, Final <laughs> Fantasy. Uh, Destiny. I was like, that sounds like a porn title, dude. No, that's a fucking Bungie. It's a persistent world first-person shooter. It's going to be dope. I just when you, I know Deep Down and Destiny were two different games. When you said Deep Down Destiny, I was like, yeah, Deep Down Destiny. And I'm just reading off my uh, my uh, movie list. Um, <laughs> Infamous, Second Son, Killzone Shadowfall. Killzone Shadowfall looks dope. My God, didn't, did you see that trailer for that? Yeah, dope. that looks fucking dope. Yeah. Um, Knack, Watch Dogs, The Witcher 3, Wild Hunt, and The Witness. And then there's fucking rumored games, of course. Um, the next-gen Sonic game. Oh, fuck. Now I gotta get it. <laughs> uh, a Final Fantasy game is now going to be developed strictly for the PS4. Um, it, it, like, you know, and another couple of things that I said, too, was the, um, the cloud technology is another reason you can't use your old games on the console. Um, I, I did a piece on that saying that, like, you know, how everybody was all frenzied about them, you know, making the PS4 unable to play, um, pre-owned games. It's because of the fact that it's just, everything's going to eventually go to the cloud. Yeah. Yeah. You're going to be downloading everything. So that's not even going to be an issue. But one of the things that we have now is now we're hearing that not only can you not play PS3 games on the PS4, which... You kind of expect, but still is kind of a bitch. But any game you download on the PS3 will not be play compatible with the PS4. Yeah. So basically, even your cloud games aren't going to work. Right. So which is completely fucking up the whole premise of the cloud. Right. I mean, you know, and that you hear them talking about, you know, the Gaikai um, founder saying, "Yeah, we want to have everything on the cloud, PS1 through." Yeah, and we want you to pay for all of it again. And, and I think for me, that's like, that's the biggest kick in the balls for me. And did we not learn from the PSP Go? Exactly. Because that's exactly what they did with the PSP Go and no one bought it. Exactly. Well, another thing too is that their high expectation will give little reward. That was my fifth thing was, remember back when they initially released the Vita and they said that whole remote play thing? What games? What games ever had it? Yeah. Yeah. But now they're like, oh, yeah, but. Uh, there was like one sports game. One sports game, they did it. And now they're claiming they're. Like, well, it, to me, it, they kind of rated it with Nintendo talking about the Wii gameplay that you can have more than one console. But what happened when they released it? Oh, well, they're not really ready to do two. So you can only still get one. But now their whole thing was, yeah, now you can remote play by playing the game on there and then throw it over to your. Um, your Vita and continue playing on there. It's like, yeah, you said that before when you first did the Vita. Did you actually have to go shit? We can't make it compatible on the PS3, but we'll we'll integrate it in the PS4. Yeah, and you know, it's, it's just it's it's a lot of bullshit. Yeah, um, I do like how Sony said that um, 3D gaming is not a focus. Yeah, because I think that shouldn't be. I I don't want them wasting time. Yeah, on 3D gaming. Yeah, it's a, I don't know. One of the, one of the things I thought, and I I did a piece on this too, was the du DualShock Three is not compatible, which with a PS4, which you know obviously for obvious reasons. But the move is, 
And yeah, the, the controller no one uses. Yeah. Like, yeah, but that was my thing. That was um, what I had what I had stated. In my uh, my thing is now I understand why you know the DualShock wouldn't be, but here <laughs> you're forcing people to buy new controllers for the three, but they won't force them to purchase new Move controllers. Now, people that are control now this is the thing is that they're gonna okay want to do some stuff with the Move, but people already don't want it or people that have it aren't using it. Maybe we can give them an incentive to use it again. Exactly. I have to force them to buy a new one because they won't buy it. Because they'll go, well, the move didn't work really all that well before, so why force them to buy it? The move, the move is an interesting piece of technology. Just Sony didn't do anything with it. Yeah. The only thing they did was kill zone. Like you could use it as a gun. Yeah. Well, it's the same thing. Like you know, it's the same thing with that whole remote play with Vita. They didn't do anything with it. And it, to me, it just seems like they're just trying to find ways to make it work. And, uh, you know, I, I but um, with all the positives for it, it sounds cool. But yeah. at the same time, there's, there's I'm, to me, there just seems to be a little bit of, there's a little, little bit of downside to it. You know? It sounds cool. But for someone like me, where my PS3 is a glorified Netflix player, <laughs> and honestly, all my friends on, on when I get into PlayStation, they all are just watching Netflix. That's all they ever do on their PlayStation. When I get on Xbox Live, everyone's playing games. Right. So there's a disconnect somewhere where people are just playing games on the Xbox, and most of us have both systems. But when it comes down to it, I I think this generation I don't want to buy both systems. Yeah. Because there's no point. I don't see a necessity to buy both. So I'm getting I'm older now. I am enough fucking time to play games as it is. I already have a PC to play games. If I'm going to get a console, more than likely going to get Microsoft because I like the Xbox. But also, we all have to reserve fucking judgment anyway because we don't even know what Xbox is doing. Exactly. And they've kept secrets, man. It, there's like barely any rumors about it. Their secrets have secrets. You know? Jesus Christ. I mean, I posted the, the question on um, the, our Facebook page. Um, and uh, Florence said, uh, my husband and I are gamers and we're excited for this launch, but I don't think we'll be one of those people who will get the new console at launch. We're still much in, um, we're still still very much enjoying our PS3 for now, and um, and and it's, it, that seems to have been the consensus. Exactly. You know, because um, <laughs> Manny uh, put the uh, the dominant impulse guy part of me wanted the PS4 five minutes after I announced it, especially after seeing the infamous trailer. But the rational, less popular side of me has questions like, what are they going to have available at launch? And uh, let's see, what else he say? He goes, um, are the games to be the PS4 exclusive from launch, or will I have to um, wait to see if there will be any bugs, hardware issues that need to be worked out? So, so far, the impulse guy is in the lead, but unfortunately, the rational guy usually wins. And yeah, I mean, I for for one, I didn't buy the PS3 at launch because no, I didn't either. It took me a long time to buy a PS3. Yeah, yeah, it and for me, it took me probably not quite the first year, but almost. You know, I, I it was still the fatty. It was still the fat one. That the I, first PlayStation I bought was the launch of the Slim. Mm. 
So that I was it was pretty well into its life till I bought it. Right. I but mean, the um I bought the Xbox I think in after the first year. The three sixty. Yeah. Well see here's the thing, and and the, the don't get us wrong, like, you know, it it's kinda hard to like we can sit there and say, like, it sounds like a beast. Like it's going to be awesome. But the problem is and and Adam kind of when we Adam and I first talked about this um earlier this week he hasn't been that impressed with Sony lately and I I have to agree with him at this point is that it's so much promise but I'm afraid that we're going to get so little reward that we're going to end up in a position where it's like cool we have a great next gen system but nothing for it I can think of um a perfect example What's another Sony gaming device that's a fucking beast? The Vita. Yeah. The Vita is a beautiful fucking piece of hardware that is so underutilized, it's almost insulting. Like, it's... There's, what, two, maybe three games on it that are cool? Yeah. And, other, and all the rest of them are just rehashes of fucking old shit. And that's what they did with the PSP. Yeah. And that's the thing, and it just, to me, it's just like, like, obviously, I, I, I think it'll be fair to say that I don't think the PS4 will be treated like the Vita. There's going to be, obviously, a lot more third-party contributors wanting to put out a PS4, because that's going to be the quote-unquote main console. But, at the same time, at this particular point, there are so many people that are... Well, okay, let me rephrase that. There are people out there that are always looking for the next thing. Like, once the PS4 comes out to be bought, when's the PS5? What's going to be in the PS5? Rumors about the PS5. And it's like, seven years down the line, shut up. But at the same time, like for me, I'm still happy with the PS3. Yeah, I'm still happy with watching Netflix on my PS3. (laughs) I have games for it. I have games downloaded on my PS3, and, and and I know Patrick... Is the same way. He's happy with this PS3. There isn't that necess- that necessary drive, and and to me, it doesn't seem like. Obviously, from the PS2 to the PS3, there's a huge jump. Yeah. But again, as we happen have with the iPhones and all that other stuff, is there a massive technology jump from the PS3 to the PS4? And and to me, I don't really see it. I mean, just the hardware. Sounds like it's going to be faster. It's going to be less. It doesn't support 4K, um, but you know, at this point, we're not there yet. We don't need 4K. Um, but that's the thing. And to me, it just doesn't seem like we're there. Like we need to. We need that jump right now. If it was a PS2 and this is like this is the PS3, then yeah, I'd yeah, definitely by that time. But I, I don't think. I don't. I don't think I need it. Like I don't see myself needing it right now. And a lot, a lot of the features that the PS4 have could have just been added to the PS3. That's true. I mean, the touchpad controller, the the syncing, and all that bullshit. You know, so then it's then it comes down to why am I going to spend? I'm going to say 400. That that's what I think the system's going to. Oh be. yeah. Why am I going to spend least, 400? Yeah. 400. Why am I going to spend 400 bucks when they could have just added it to what I already had? Like I'm honestly thinking about trading in my PS3 anyway, just to buy another Xbox. <laughs> <laughs> um, and and I respect Sony and all that, 
but I'm just tired of them coming out with shit and not utilizing it to its full potential. The fucking Xbox 360, and I don't want to sound like a fanboy. Yeah, it had a major fucking hiccup when it first came out. Yeah. But if you look at the what the Xbox 360 can do now compared to what it could do at launch, they're two completely different consoles. Yeah. And I'm not talking about the whole redesigns and all that bullshit. But they have, like, the functionality of the software is in, intense now. The seamless, like, connections with Windows 8 and all that bullshit. Yeah. It's badass. Sony hasn't really fucking changed since it came out yeah. all that much. And I honestly got tired of that fucking... Their interface is lame. It's unorganized and stupid. I don't like it. <laughs> you sound like a fanboy right there, dude. No, I just don't like that whole there's a straight line and then it, it comes down and then I put in the in the in the years, the decade oh, that that the system's been out, they still haven't come up with a way where I can organize my downloaded content effectively i have to cycle through everything yeah that's stupid to me like i don't I don't get it you know and i don't it's just little shit like that that just gets on my nerves like ps3 is almost like the apple of the gaming world <laughs> and microsoft's the my microsoft's the gaming world. <laughs> i mean the one cool thing that i i thought that was a cool feature was that you don't have to wait for the whole game to download I did like that little aspect. That is cool. That yeah. technology has been in PCs. Um, World of Warcraft does that now. It, when you're downloading it, once it gets to a certain point, you can play while it's downloading. Yeah. And which is cool. Yeah, which is cool. And I, I think that's a cool thing to finally bring over to consoles. But we'll have to see what all kind of cycles through, whatever you know comes out. But, you know... And I mean, Sony. Sony has a history of surprising you too. Like the, you'll, they'll come out, and then for the first year, it'll be like whatever, and then it blows up. Yeah. You know, the PS3 is not a is not a a stale system. I mean, no. people are really excited, but it's a popular system, you know. Um, but I don't know this next generation of consoles. I, I want to see what what Microsoft is doing, and then contrast and compare. Yeah. Well, what they're well, they haven't announced when they're. Is it going to be April? Yeah. Yeah. That's what people are saying. Yeah. Unofficial sense. People not familiar with the situation are saying <laughs> April. <laughs> no, people not familiar with the situation are saying March. All right. <laughs> and it could happen in March, like at the end of March. Well, my thing was, what, ha- what happened to the whole, oh, we'll let them announce it first. I know. Sony said that, and then a week later, they <laughs> fucking announced it. I know. What are you doing? It's like, dude. It's just. But see, I can I can see April making sense because Microsoft would take time not to change their technology, but to change the wording of the presentation. Right. To make it sound like, you know, indirectly we're better than Sony because blah 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 blah. Right. You know, which is just salesmanship. I mean, it's not. They're not deceiving you, but it's um. It's interesting. I, I don't know. Although, it's interesting. Although I did like, surprisingly, what Jack Trenton said on uh, CNBC. Vid- the games will not go up 10 bucks in price. Games um, will be available anywhere from $0.99 cents to 60 bucks. Yeah. Thanks, asshat. 
We didn't fucking know that. Yeah. Well, no, because there was a lot of there was a lot of speculation that the games were going to go up again. And given how every console, even Nintendo, went up ten bucks, you know, it's. Like, I don't think that would happen because people are still bitching about games being sixty. Yeah. You know, like I could, I highly doubt games going above sixty. And there already are games that are above sixty. Yeah. Usually because they come with something extra. Yeah, I was going to say they're usually like collector's editions or something. Like or I was going to say Skylanders, but then I'm like, oh yeah, but it comes with that fucking... Toy. That thing, that base. Yeah. You put the little toys on. I'm sorry, the action figures. <laughs> no, they're toys. Yeah. <laughs> My kids wanted that fucking Skylanders, and I was like, no, you're just going to lose all the things. I don't have to buy it again. <laughs> Bitches. Oh, man. So, any last things you want to say about the um, PlayStation? Um, honestly, we don't know enough information to say it's it's a shit system yet, or even but, what it looks like, or what it looks like, or anything. And I I, I could really give a fuck what it looks like yeah, to be honest. It's with gonna you. look the same thing as everything else. I it's mean. gonna look like a fucking gaming console. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> the on the same coin or on the same side of the coin, I don't know enough to like it either. Yeah. And from what they've shown me, although it's interesting, it's not anything that's making me go fuck. Like I need a, I need a PlayStation Four, right. you know. And 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 I felt that way. I did feel that way when the PS3 came out, when it was being announced. I was like, damn, the system's gonna be sick. And then I was kind of like, eh, it was whatever. And then later on, it's almost like it grew on me. And then I bought one, and then I, I think I used it for six months, and now it just sits in my kids' room so they can watch fucking cartoons well i think for me you know um i i it looked cool like i looked at it and it was mostly like the Killzone trailer and all that stuff really looked impressive um but then of course after after a little bit of thinking about it i kind of was like hmm i don't know if it's going to be one of those things where i'm going to be like oh this sounds cool where is it yeah, and 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 Sony not, um, you know, deliver on it. So to and yeah, like you said, we still don't know what's coming out on launch day. I mean, we all know the launch window could be from anywhere from day one to day ninety, but I want to know what's coming out on day one. You <laughs> know, and and what the console can do on day one, and so obviously this won't be the last we'll hear of the PS4. Uh, but uh, no, definitely not. Yeah, but we'll have to see. And then compare it to what Microsoft ends up doing on uh, announcing in April. All right. So on that note, I think it's time we go into some douchebaggery. Douchey douche. Oh, yeah. So this one. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> I was thinking. I was reading a PlayStation article while, while we were talking. That some things up. Um. So this one is more of just one of those funny things that you always hear happens to people, and then it happens to you, and you're like, you son of a bitch. So I've been... Yeah, I know. I am a fan, and I don't give a fuck what anybody thinks. I'm a fan of Razer. Um, they're, they're stuff for PC. They're hardware. Insert, a lot of people say... Insert booze here, you know, for A lot of people you. say, like, fucking noobs get Razer. Fuck you. You know, I like it. It's dope. Whatever. So I have an Astromo, which is like the gaming pad. Fuck you. I have an Astromo, which I'm stroking right now. <laughs> and I wanted to get a new mouse, and I, I decided on uh, 
the death the death adder really nice mouse by the way nice size perfect fucking feel everything so I finally get this mouse. And this is after months of research because I'm a fucking dork. <laughs> so I'm I'm like comparing mice and I got it down to three different mice and then I got it down to two and then this one. And then he had to continue vetting all of them. Yes. You know. Yes. So shut the fuck up. So this <laughs> the I got the mouse right now. I got it um yesterday. Yes, yesterday. Yesterday was my day off. And I got this at a different, the same company I work for, but a different store. Because it's closer. So I bought it. I'm happy. I get it home. Plug it in. Good to go. Played some games. It was awesome. I go to work today. And I'm like, just fucking doing my job. And I go over to where the section where the Razor shit is. And there it is. The new fucking Razor mouse. Literally got it the day that I bought the fucking, um, the other Razor. So Razor, the 2013 edition. Oh. Right. So this one had, the the newer one, mine has a 3.5G laser. The new one has a 4G laser. So it's not like it's, for me, because I don't really play first-person shooters. First-person shooter gamers worry about that shit. You know, it being that minute of a difference because they're trying to snipe and fucking be dumb. Right. But for me, I just need a really good mouse. And um, also, and this is going to sound so petty, but my Nostromo glows blue. <laughs> the one, the mouse that I got glows blue and the new one glows green. So I wouldn't have bought it anyway. But I just think it's funny that um, literally the day I bought it, it, it came in that night. The new one. Fucking wow. I was like, you know what? That shit was planned. I think it's planned. <laughs> hey, wait, wait. We gotta wait till Adam gets one. I knew when it. Adam gets one, then we fuck him. But I, I don't want to make my my mouse feel bad as I pet it. <laughs> oh Jesus! Right. Well, it's funny too because it it's that old adage, you know. It's like, yeah, your your software is obsolete the minute you get it out of the store. Yeah, and partner. literally that's what happened. Your car loses its value as soon as you drive it off a lot. Like, right. Well, that's true, but that's just—it's the same type of shit. It's bullshit. So, who is your who is your DB? My my douchey do shouldn't be any surprise to anyone. Have you ever wondered why some of the best TV shows on television get canceled so fast? Most of it can be blamed on what counts as ratings, more likely what Nielsen considers ratings. Since the dawn of television, the Nielsen rating system would monitor what television shows are being watched on a selected television, and that sample would indicate how many millions of people are actually watching it. However, with the advent of DVRs and broadband viewing, Nielsen never bothered to modify its way of recording ratings. Last week sparked a, a huge step forward of the Stone Age mentality that is the Nielsen ratings. Uh, they have decided to expand their ratings to include televisions that use broadband to watch television shows. The reason for the Nielsen ratings is to help television networks sell advertising. However, when a show is not watched at the time it airs, your DVR or Hulu viewing won't count, and the show could end up being canceled. Quote, over the past 12 months, Nielsen has explored expanding its current definition of a television household to a more accurately reflect media consumption and technology advancements. Nielsen also conducted research into homes that did not fit the current, its current definition, explained Pat McDonough, uh, McDonough, Senior VP Insights and Analyst at 
uh, Nielsen's in a prepared statement to Adage. We have found that many of these homes still had TVs, but were using broadband sources to view content. Wow, fucking really? (laughs) (laughs) The problem with this system is that more people are using broadband to get their dose of television. Some people simply watch their network websites to catch up on favorite shows using Apple TV to toss it up on the big screen or even Hulu. Although... Unless you're using, unless, unless they begin using DVR recordings to inflate the ratings for, uh, for television shows, many shows will continue to fall by the wayside due to the idea that television should only count when it airs. And I ask them, how many shows do they watch the day and time it airs? Yeah, no, but nobody fucking watches TV like that anymore. No, no, I, 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 I fucking, I don't even know when the shows I watch air. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Half the time, I'm like, like uh, perfect example, uh, Comic Book Men. I didn't. I have no idea. It. I didn't know they changed it to Thursdays, and then all of a sudden, my DVR, Comic Book Men. I'm like, oh shit, it's back on. And you know, it's it's there's so many channels you can't keep up on everything. So you know, you you gotta move with the times, man. And it's just man, man, you gotta. I think the Nielsen rating things should count when someone records it. Yeah. Too. Well, and then it would make sense. Yeah, it may it because then you're getting kind of an accurate sampling. Cuz you notice the shows that are newer, let's say like Community, like a show that a lot a big chunk of a younger crowd would watch, mm-hmm. they always get fucking canceled. Yeah. Because the younger crowd is DVRing it. They're not watching it when it comes out. Or, or I don't have yeah, they're watching it on Hulu or, you know, whatever torrents, <laughs> you know, yeah. whatever. I don't have fucking time to, to schedule my life around television. That's the, like, thing. That's the thing, too, is now TV is scheduled on your time. So it, that's, right. that, that's really what it is. TV's my bitch. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> All right. So who is the douchey douche? Of the week, so MTV. Well, that goes- should have been a douche for a while. Anyway, gonna say. So MTV, <laughs> they reported that their what was it? The Twitter account got hacked or something? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and um, it was all bullshit. I'm <laughs> glazing over because I read this, but it was like late at night. Um. Just fucking read it. You know I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. I know, but I'm trying to figure out a way to fucking say it, and I can't think. <laughs> you can't think? No. Hey, I woke up at 6 o'clock this morning, buddy. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> you give a fuck. You give a fuck. <laughs> uh, so this one comes from TechCrunch. So uh, uh, MTV has officially acknowledged that early reports of their hacked Twitter account was, in fact, a prank. An hour ago, according to the article, MTV's Twitter account began tweeting naughty comments about musicians and uh, fooled a few media outlets into reporting the prank. A spokesperson for MTV tells TechCrunch in an email, the hack was pre-planned in the spirit of corporate camaraderie with our sister network, BET. For those of you not in the know, that's the black entertainment television. Um. The marketing director, MTV marketing director, had alluded to the stunt shortly before it went live. 
After realizing it was a hoax, users began heckling MTV for what appeared to be a widely criticized stunt. Denny's Diner swooped in to make fun of MTV with a clever tweet that it that instantly went viral. Perhaps the stunt, which ended up making Denny's look cooler than MTV shows, um, shows that all this hacking ha- news has saturated to the point of parody. And um, Denny's is Twitter. <laughs> you see that picture, Denny's Twitter? Yeah. It's a open- oh my god, OMG, we hacked ourselves because it's the cool thing to do. Waffles. <laughs> Big picture of waffles. Those are actually pancakes. <laughs> that was just saying. Yeah, but it's funny though. The hook yeah. was apparently a coordinated effort to promote B- the BET experience, a live music event in Los Angeles. There was some reason to believe such a stunt could end up being successful after Burger King's actual hack earlier this earlier this last week. Their account grew by thousands of users. Better or for worse, MTV and BET got a lot of free coverage. If you subscribe to the notion that all news is good news, then the um, strategy was a marketing success. But if the if the ongoing torrent of negative tweets keep rolling, this been may have been a high profile mistake. First of all, if you're doing it to promote BET, that's a fail in and of itself. <laughs> I mean, that's just me. Yeah. I mean, I mean, any way you say this is going to sound racist, um, <laughs> but BET is is a it's just a horrible station. Like I every time I watch BET, it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't really say anything good about the black community. It just has a bunch of stereotypes that it's mixed in a blender. But see, that's the thing is that you can you can say that and still not be racist because of the fact that Boondocks. That's true. Boondocks say the same exact thing. Oh well, yeah. And at the Boondocks says the guy, the creator of Boondocks has always been after BET. Yeah, but then you're that guy that goes, "Hey, hey, black people said this." But it's yeah. true though. I mean, it, it, <laughs> it is true because BET, BET is is a stereotype channel. That that's all it is. It's it's and there's plenty of channels that are like that. Get but BET is one of them. Look at MTV. MTV hits the stereotypes of all white. Oh yeah. Of all uh, of all non, you know, non African American uh, stereotypes. Jersey Shore, sweet, um, you know, the mom sixteen and pregnant, whatever bullshit, you know. And then you have BET, which is the flip side of that. If you really watch MTV yeah. nowadays, yeah. it's it's trailer trash TV. Yeah. It's all it is. Yeah, absolutely. It's ridiculous. It is. Well, I think we should counter that. I'm going to read this one. You want to read? Because I feel bad for being ill-prepared. <laughs> so I'm going to read this one here. So say what you want about Rock Band, but this was a gaming craze that produced oversaturation gaming that we are experiencing with first-person shooters such as Call of Duty. After Activision raped and pillaged the game for its own needs, it released it released them to try and survive on their own. However, Harmonix has more faith in their game than Activision did. That's true. <laughs> they had so much more faith that they would continue to release Rockman DLC content every week. Well, all good things must come to an end. After some 275 continuous weeks, Harmonix is putting an end to the DLC content as of April 2nd. Quote, in recent months, we've scaled production down as we've transitioned resources onto other projects, wrote Harmonix on its blog. With several new titles in development and developers needed to usher 
these new games along. April 2nd will be the last weekly DLC release for Rock Band. We're incredibly proud of the DLC milestone we've set, especially producing the largest music library of any game available. And we wouldn't have been able to release as much outstanding content without the support of our amazing community. We hope that you'll be able... I'm sorry, we'll hope that you'll all agree that this has been a tremendous run. And you should know it's a ride that we at Harmonix have been thrilled to be a part of. That's what she said. <laughs> well, that was the thing. Like, like The last part of that was uh, was for the article, but for the reason why I chose, I, I thought that this was epic was because Harmonix kind of, this is kind of Harmonix's fuck you to Activision. And, yeah. and that that's really why I, I thought, you know what, they went... That we stayed committed to it for the fans, and Activision didn't. Exactly, you know, Activision was like, oh, sales of something, fucking kill it. Or, you know, send it away. They went back, and they became indie again, and they continued it. It's like, you know what, there's still people out there, so we're doing it. Now, yeah, 270-some-odd weeks later, okay, yeah, it's probably about time to let the let the thing die off now, but... Well, everything has to end eventually. Exactly, and and that's the thing is like you know they were like you know what fuck you we did it on our own and now we're kind of moving off and gonna work on some other stuff which you know they need to to survive, but to me this was kind of epic because this was like saying okay we're ending it on our terms, we did it we did what we said to it's not like they did it like for a week and they're like, okay we can't do it anymore, you know they yeah. they they did it for a few years, and and to me that's cool. And I and to me, anytime somebody can fucking stick it up to Activision, that's a good day. Anytime, <laughs> anytime. I completely agree with that. Yeah. So yeah. So I thought that was that was actually really cool. I, I really was like, good for them. Good for them. All right. So we got some site comments, and uh, first one is yours, sir. Of course it is. <laughs> From Chris nine nine one one on my uh, BlizzCon is coming um, article. Might be a riot at Diablo 3 booth, lol. You know what? I think there will be a riot, but it's going to be like two different riots, the negative and the positive. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's going to be interesting to watch those two group together. Yeah, I know. You're going to – some uh, nerd riots are going to be awesome. <laughs> yes. Uh, mine comes from uh, – what is it? Semrock? Is that – Semrock? 93. CM Rock 93. Yeah, for my review of Argo. Good review, Steven. Affleck's direction worked, and I liked how he included so much detail and fun uh, into the 70s look, but the last act just didn't have that suspense going for me as much as I would have liked it. I think it sucks more just because you know um, what the story is, and you sort of lose all the tension this movie was striving for so much. I agree. I agree with that. Um, Knowing how it how it works out and and especially when you're doing a real life story it's like watching that sinking of the Titanic you know you know how it ends right <laughs> and um but uh for me i i had to kind of a, a disagree like the second act i kind of got in uh, the last act i kind of got lost into it enough to where i didn't lose that tension there was still that ooh are they going to get caught are they going to get caught you know uh but you know yeah in the back of your mind if you don't lose yourself into the movie in the back of your mind, you know they're, they're going to get away. But for mm-hmm. me, it didn't quite take it away too much. So I, I, I can see what he, where that person's coming from. And last one's yours. Of course it is. 
Jan J. Stop playing. Stop playing WoW over there. <laughs> I'm not playing WoW. Playing with yourself. Jan, Jan J. Hutchings. Uh, in regards to my um, article about Valve and its layoffs, it's sad to see when great talent when great talent is let go from their jobs. This being Valve, this being Valve makes it all the more depressing. On a positive note, at least none of their current productions and games are going to be affected negatively by the layoffs and business decisions. We're all still quite curious as to why the 25 staff uh, staff members were laid off, though. Um, it's it's always recon- like reordering shit and moving shit around. It's I mean, it happens all the fucking time. The only reason it's in the news is because it's a gaming company, right? Um, and it's but, Valve. <laughs> and it's Valve. <laughs> Valve fucking sneezes, and it's in the damn news. Um, somebody, it isn't. Somebody farted in Valve's offices. I know. <laughs> More as <The> most in- <laughs> stupid, dude. <laughs> the most interesting thing about Valve laying off twenty-five people is they've recently announced a bunch of shit. Like, they're doing the um whole Steambox thing and stuff like that, which still sounds like a fucking sex toy. I'm sorry. Um, well, didn't the, the, the didn't the person behind the whole Steambox thing just recently leave? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's interesting to me. So I don't know what the fuck's going on yeah. with the Steambox bit. It'd be interesting to see what goes on. But, um... And honestly, folks, just to, just for heads up i'm not doing anything but sitting here i'm just really tired (laughs) (laughs) i didn't i only got like three hours of sleep um so yeah i mean valve layoffs i mean it happens all the time the only reason you're hearing about it is because it's a video game company so that's it all right well before we head out we want to remind you if you want to read more about the stories we talked about you can check them out on our website thelazygeeks.com Oh. Be sure to type it in that way. Thelazygeeks.com. Oh. <laughs> how do you how do you instill inflection into typing? Don't take this away from me. Oh, I'm sorry. Just don't. Just yeah. Just, just type it that just way. Just type it that way. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You can add the oh if you want. Oh. <laughs> how do you spell that? <laughs> oh. Mm. <laughs> Also, uh, be sure to subscribe to our Lazy Geeks Network on iTunes or how, whatever listening device you have, uh, where you'll hear various podcasts about movies, games, and comics, as well as this podcast. Uh, be sure to like our Facebook page and add us to your circle on Google+. Follow us on Twitter at the Lazy Geeks. You can follow me at Lazy underscore Nomad, or you can follow Adam over there at Lazy underscore Sapien. Um, you can even email us at thelazygeeks at gmail.com. Uh, the Lazy Geeks theme is provided by the talented Kevin McLeod. So, it's about time for us to check out, so please be sure to comment on this or any podcast on either iTunes or the website, thelazygeeks.com. Tell us the good, the bad, and the sexy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> be sure to type that inflection, too. Yes. Uh, be sure to leave a comment, because if you do, we just may read it on the podcast like we did just a little bit ago. Boom! Exactly. Mic drop. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking I want to just walk around with a mic just so when I drop one I can just pull it out of my back pocket and drop it and then come right back pick it up and then take off <laughs> your fucking broke ass would have like a mic pulled off of a toy or something no I'll fucking I, I think I still have that uh, I have that old rock band mic there you go <laughs> you said that's just legit yeah. yeah don't drop don't drop that one mic that we have yeah yeah no 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 not that one shit was expensive <laughs> no, I'll drop the old uh, rock band. 
You ain't got Chris Rock money. Don't be fucking dropping mics. <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny though? You drop it, then walk away, and then like everybody's just saying, you come back, pick it up, run off. Yeah. <laughs> this ain't cheap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm broke, bitch. That would be so funny. Oh, man. All right. Remember, remember, we're thinking so you don't have to. So until next time, up and out. <sighs> come, come.